Brian. Rango season. <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea. You no, know, I mean we did this a couple Darling weeks ago. Darling is better. We, Child we did this a couple weeks is ago. Better. Take no, it from no, me. No, 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 no more. That's what them. That's what them people on that submersible is saying right now. Today, today, mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you got me out here. Tr- tr- I can't mm-hmm. laugh at this. I cannot <laughs> laugh at this. One, two. Why not? Remember, you're the one calling me out of pocket. You're out of pocket. What more are you doing? What are you because doing, nothing sis? That I what say are is you false. doing? Nothing that I say is false. Listen, okay? You're not going to find me going under the water in a Percocet bottle oh, because no. I'm trying to see a boat. Oh, no. Okay? That's what we're not finna do. Oh, no. But we're going to get to them. We're oh, going to get no. to them. Oh, no. I just had to get that off. That, That's missing no, on my spirit. Jade. That's missing on my spirit. Jaday. Yes. Hi, how can I help you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Virgo season. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's literally so many other things these people could have been doing. The only person that I feel bad for is the 19-year-old. Other than that, everybody else should have known better. Oh but we'll get God. to them. Oh, we'll get to them. Okay. We'll get well, to them. Well, then, where do we start then? I mean, because, I mean. Look at this stuff. With a bang. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> we'll get to them. I don't want to start off with them yet. Okay. But I had to get that off. I, I was feeling that in my spirit. You wasn't feeling that in your spirit? I was the not. Spirit of, I was not. That the I was not. The spirit of no. the black people who they denied entrance onto the Titanic because, you know, racism. Mm. They didn't call, they didn't, didn't put that song in your spirit. Oh. oh. They put it in mine. So, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. This is where someone should insert, the man was too stunned to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yo, normally, I'm ready. I mean, jeez. I'm just saying. Jeez. I am just saying. Before we jump into it, happy belated Father's Day to you. Well, thank you. I completely forgot when we recorded last week that Father's Day was coming up. Yeah. And that's because I don't really have a father, so, you know. Yo, today you want to start over? Because this is dark. <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> but shout out to him. Yeah. I mean, Father's Day... Father's Day always triggers uh, complicated emotions for me. So, you know, it changed a bit as I became a father 10 years ago. Wild. <laughs> but it's um, it's a, it's a process. I, I kind of started talking to Keeks about it this week. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's an ongoing process. Keeks is my therapist. Oh, because did you see that's, me? That's what I... <laughs> Because I definitely about to creep up on the mic and be like, excuse me, who the hell is Keeks? So, so First, I was racking my brain like, now, which person is that? I don't want to put her name out there, but like, that's a nickname for her. So Okay, cool. Hey, Keeks, mm. in case you're listening. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's a difficult time. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, because that's not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... There's been some, um, actually, some crazy stuff that I saw this week about, you know, celebrity fatherhood. And you just took the words right out of my mouth because I was going to say, now, since we want to go dark, we're going to have a great segue to my next topic because <laughs> you know who didn't have a great Father's Day? Who's that? Russell Simmons. Man. Yeah, man. no, Russell Simmons did not have a great Father's man. Day. Man, And, whew, child. <laughs> you want to clue people in? Yeah, so in case you don't know, Russell Simmons is like, one of the big wigs in hip hop, he really helped start the genre, had a lot to do with like Def Jam, so forth and so on. 
At one point in time, he was married to Kimora Lee Simmons, the baddest. They have two children together, Aoki and Ming, two beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. And Russell has had some trouble over the last couple of years. We haven't really heard a lot from Russell because there's a couple of rape allegations. Russell's hiding out in Bali. Is he still you know, there? Trying to avoid that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Russell ain't stateside because he comes stateside. It's a wrap. Not a bad place to hide out. Not a bad place to hide out. I'm not going to lie but, to you. But, you know, you're you going to get your comeuppance. So what ended up happening was on Father's Day, Ming posted on her Instagram story, Happy Father's Day, over a picture with Kamora Lee. Okay. That put Russell in his feelings. Yes. <laughs> Russell decided to then take to social media. <sighs> And say that, basically, what about the mothers who keep their children away from their fathers who just want to be good fathers? Oh, my. To which then Kimora got on her Instagram stories and basically was just airing it out. Mm. And she was just talking about, you know, all the things that they've been through that no one knows about, how he's been kind of harassing her, the kids, the kids' friends, threatening them, threatening their lives. <sighs> Claims that this is his Man. this is his motif. He likes to threaten and harass women when they don't give him his way. That's how he claims his power. Now, listen. Ayoki Lee is my favorite Simmons girl. Okay, I love me little Ayoki. Okay, I've been following little Ayoki since she was 16 in boarding school, dragging rich people at her school and people telling her she was dumb and her being like, bitch, I'm going to Harvard. Mm. Ayoki she just graduated get, from Harvard, didn't she? She just graduated from Harvard at 20, while Ming graduated from NYU. Mm. So they're not doing bad intellectually. So Ayoki gets onto her social media and it's basically like, this is not the man that I grew up with as a father. Something is wrong with him. We've been trying to help him behind the scenes. I don't know what happened to the man that raised me, but this is not him. He's mean. He's vicious. He's nasty. He's called me a bitch. He's called my mom a bitch. He's threatened my mom. He's accused my mom of stealing his money. I've already told my father I want nothing to do with whatever litigation they have going on has nothing to do with us. Right. He harasses my boyfriend. A whole bunch of things. Wow. So... As far as Russell goes, I have, you know, I've always had like complicated feelings towards him because he definitely tried to portray one thing, but also behind the scenes was something else. Not even behind the scenes because he definitely showed his ass on reality TV and all that stuff too. But it was like, how can you be Zen and also misogynistic and like yelling at people and cussing people out and calling people out their name and and doing all of those type of things typical narcissist all within the same breath like it was always weird to me even when i was a kid looking up to somebody like a russell simmons because you know rich mogul you trying to make it you're like damn how he do it what's going on like you you looking in that direction but it was always just weird to me like like i tell you all the time like i have lots more female friends than male friends because just like I'm not with the broy type of attitude. I'm not like right. that's not that I was raised by a woman. I you know, I understand I understand the vibes. And so it's just hard for me to like really relate to a lot of that type of behavior. And so it was he was always a dichotomy to me. So Ooh, S A T word dichotomy. Listen, you know, <laughs> Virgos are intelligent. So I was supposed to go to NYU. I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> Ayoki also claims that she was, like, in Greece on a flight. He told her, like, oh, I put money on your debit card, whatever, for her trip. And then by the time she landed, he had 
taken the money back and left her stranded in Greece and like wouldn't return her phone calls and like she was in the middle of Greece at night with like no funds, no way to get home and like had he to left like his daughter yeah. stranded in Greece. Yeah. No yeah. way. She says she's in therapy because of him. He claims that of he's course. going to ruin her career. Um and she's not gonna have her career. And it, she wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for him. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm. Since this has happened, Russell has kind of tried to apologize and say that, like, he loves his children. You know, he claims that Kamora stole $250 million from him and that he's broke. Mm. Ayoki actually put up, like, screen grabs of her father yelling at her on, like, FaceTime. And it's scary. Wow. Like, it's scary. Because you wouldn't think this was a father yelling at his child. Like, this looks like a man yelling at a stranger in the street. I've seen him yell at his, like, close people that work for him and do all of that type of stuff. So this is not very, like, far-fetched to see. It's just really weird to know that it's happening with your own children. But, you know, that's... Also, mm. shout-out to Kamora for being like, wow. this is how we're going to kick off Juneteenth, because that's definitely how they kicked off Juneteenth. Mm. <laughs> this all happens on Juneteenth. Right, right. I just, you know, and now we have people coming out the woodworks trying to say that, like, Kamora stole money from Russell and she's like a black widow. I need y'all to stop defending bad behavior of men, period. Like, not even just men. Just stop stop defending bad behavior, period. Men, women, whatever. We don't know the ins and outs of Russell Simmons and Kamora's relationship. Apparently, there was, like, some deal that went on with Celsius, that energy drink, which is, like, crack in a bottle. And, you know, there's, like, some mismanagement of funds. But... Russell Simmons is a grown man. If he was not able to hire the right people to take care of his money financially, that is not Kamora Lee Simmons' fault. That is Russell Simmons' fault. Now, did Kamora take him to court and, you know, get all his money as child support? I don't think so. And let's not act like Kamora Lee was not baby baby fat, baby face. See, (laughs) Auntie Anita still got baby face on my mind. Baby fat was running the clothing line like in the 2000s right all girls wanted was a baby uh bu- a baby face a baby fat bubble coat right and some baby fat jeans let's not do kimura like that yeah uh, for me like the money situation and all of that stuff if i could care less i probably would right but but, but exactly I don't. right the part that is annoying to me is that any of this has anything to do with the relationship he has with his daughters one thing should have nothing to do with the other thing. And, exactly. and that, to me, is just whack. That's garbage. And that's all Ayoki has been telling him. Like, when you see, like, she shared, like, vid- like messages or whatever. And she's basically like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Like, that's between you and mom. Right. And he's still like, she stole. Like, th- your kids don't want to be involved. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, that's one thing, you know, um, my parents, you know, I guess. I don't know. Some, I'm always wondering if what I should share on this damn show. But, like, <laughs> they weren't together. <laughs> For a lot of my childhood, but like you know, that's one thing my mom never did. Like she was never like, "Oh, your father this, your father that." None of, like there was never any of that. Like in fact, she always kind of, "Oh, you should speak, you should call your father, you should do this, you should do." Like she was constantly trying Same. to encourage the situation. So that is garbage to me. So I mean, let this be a lesson to all those that are dealing with situations like this. Like leave the kids out of it and do not badmouth the other to. Your kids. Same. Like, my mother did the exact... My mother never once talked ill about my father. Like, never once. And he was not in my life, like, for most of it. Right. Um, And so I can't ever be like, well, my mother said that I was able to form my own opinion. 
And so shout out to mothers and parents in general who don't involve, you know, who don't do that to their children, who don't put their children in those weird predicaments and allow their children to form their own opinions when it comes to like the other parent. Right, right, right. Moving right along, because there's a couple of things to discuss. Please, because um, <laughs> this... You know, we love us some Queen B or King B and J. Apparently, you could buy some of their stuff on eBay from the house that they rented a couple years ago. They were the last people to use it, yes. Interesting. You, If you want a bidet, some sconces, <laughs> exterior lights... A metal door frame. It's all on. It's all. It's on eBay. You can get it on eBay. The bidet is gonna run you a good twenty five hundred. I mean, that's it. That's it. This is smooth twenty five hundred. That's it. Um, you mean you can sit on the same bidet that Jade, Beyonce that probably flushes. You are telling me. Yes. That I can. Did you ever watch uh, Meet the Parents? Yes. I had um, to think about that. For was a it minute. Meet the Parents? But there was that. Uh, meet there the was, Fockers. Meet the whatever it was where it was like Ash. Ooh, or whatever. Anyway, yeah. You mean to tell me I can wash my ash Ooh, with the same thing that yes. Beyonce washed hers with? Yes. yes for $2,500? $2, I mean, Not that I would buy this, but like, I mean, only $2,500? I mean, at the time this episode dropped, somebody may have already purchased it. I don't know. But you can. Allegedly, well, not allegedly. It's being sold because the owners of the house that they rented are basically doing a complete renovation and got rid of everything. And somehow it ended up with this guy named Eric who owns Eric's Architectural Salvage, L.A., and he has everything up on eBay. So if you're interested in owning a piece of anything that Beyonce and Jay-Z may have breathed upon, check out eBay and look him up, and you may be able to be a, a, a owner of some stuff, you mm. know? Wow. Well, then. It's like, you know, they probably already knew that that was going to be the case. The owner just doesn't want to be tacky and be like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting to come up yeah. off of this stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to let this other person catch all the flack for it. But Basically. like, it's it's giving groupie a little bit, but you know, whatever. It's giving past groupie. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, as much as I love both of those people, you would never catch me being like, yeah, so I bought this. These was in Beyonce's bathroom. Listen, I'm charging and admission now, to my bidet. Listen. You want Just to, line up single file right at my door. Oh, you wanted to use Beyonce's former bidet? <laughs> like, first of all, that sounds so weird. Like, like that yep. just sounds so weird. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? That's just oh. I can't. Talking about that before we go, when I used to live in Bed-Stuy, mm-hmm. this is to show you this was right before all the white people moved in and kicked me out, right? Gentrification. Yo, first off, I went to visit my mom. My mom still lives in Brooklyn somewhere. But, like, we went to a location not too far from where she lives. And Mm -hmm. somebody had spray painted really big on the walls, black people used to live here. And when I tell you this thing resonated with my soul. It resonated with everybody's soul. Oh, my goodness. I was like, where can I buy the T-shirt? Because... That gentrification, I, I was in Harlem the other day visiting my mother, and I was like, now, wait a minute. What is happening? <laughs> what is going on? There's a lot of white people sitting on this train. I used to get off at 96th Street. Now, yeah. here y'all are, like, going past 125. Listen, so I say all that to say, back a couple years ago, like, before, like, the full gentrification of Bed-Stuy, when I used to live in Bed-Stuy, mm-hmm. Banksy had came to New York. Mm-hmm. And then spray painted this fence of this empty lot. Mm-hmm. And this Banksy was just literally up. like, And it was authentic because Banksy had a site. I went to the site. I saw it. Like, he actually did it. And people were passing by this thing up 
and down, round and round for weeks. And I was just like, every day I was just like, yo, I'm going to steal these panels. I'm going to steal these panels, these gate panels. <laughs> was it still, is it still there or has it been like So after, <laughs> after a while, um, I guess the owner of the lot found out what was going on and basically covered the whole entire like mural with like a bunch of plywood and then repainted all of the gate to like blend everything in. So it was like that for a few months. And then all of a sudden, like I had come back and they had redone all of the gate. So they took off the Banksy. So somewhere, somehow, in about 20, 30 years, there's going to be a Banksy somewhere that is worth a whole bunch of stuff. So you can't tell me this Beyonce bidet when we like 68 ain't going to be worth like 68 million. Like, you know. How do you authenticate a Beyonce bidet? (laughs) That's the thing, though. It's the question. (laughs) Because at this point, you just gave me. Beyonce took a picture somewhere and and posted it somewhere. I'm guessing. At this point, you just gave me the greatest idea for the next, like, in in our 60s. And I'm just trying to pay this mortgage off for real. Like, I just got one more payment to make. It ain't going to take you till you're 68, Jade. I on. am going to. When I tell you, I'm about to get me a bidet, a gold bidet at that, and be like, this is Beyonce's former bidet, and sell that shit on eBay for like 100 grand. Yo, it's going to be more than 100 grand. But you know, you can start your bidding at 100, mm. and then like, you know, that's what I'm finna do. Yeah. It's just, again, giving groupie behavior, but... I understand, sir. I understand. He's very excited, Eric, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, Jonathan Majors had his arraignment. Here we go again. And, uh, Here we go again. He pulled up with his girlfriend, Megan Good, oh, at said arraignment. God. I remember you telling me that this man don't like black women. He don't. All of a sudden, he's with Megan the Good. This is out of the whenever a black man does wrong. They go to the black women to help salvage their image. The woman that is accusing him of assaulting her is a white woman. He is notoriously known for dating white women. His daughter is a mixed child, a biracial child. Wow. Jonathan Majors is not, he's not for us. He's fun to look at, but he's not for us. However, in an instance like this, when you need public (laughs) perception to change, right? This is what these men do. They go and they get a black woman. And he happened to get a dope one. Why she would want to mix herself up into this situation, I have no idea. Like, she don't need this at all. She don't need she don't. any of this. Like, she don't need Jonathan Majors. Weird. She can just spin around and pick somebody. Like, she don't have to. Not Jonathan Majors. It don't have to be This him. is that weird Hollywood PR machine that's like okay so this is what we need to do we need to soften his image a little bit wow you know that things are going out right things are going around that he only dates white women let's see what young black actress is available that's you know like has a career who's also self-sufficient so it could be like oh and here go megan sticking beside him ah listen Mm. listen i'm not i'm until you know i like the court of public opinion has already decided that jonathan whooped that white girl's ass and, you know, has effectively kind of canceled him to a degree. I'm not really going up for him like I used to until, like, everything comes out. The trial, guilty, whatever, whatever. Once he's found guilty, as a wrap. There's nothing I can do for you. Listen, I have ideas. You used to do the PR. My name, I'm changing it to Ryan Pope. And we're going to open <laughs> Pope and Associates in real life. Because I could do this. 
I could do this easily. I mean, honestly, everything that they've done so far has been gross and wrong. Because had he been my client, the first thing I would have done was definitely not the same day, but initially he would have to release a statement. A genuine statement. Right. Apologizing that this is even happening and just asking people to let things play out in court. You're not showing up to court. He wore a hat to court that said, I forget what it said on it, but it was like almost a slap in the face to like everything that's going on. Man. And I just think, you know, they've just played this whole thing wrong. You don't victim blame. Like you shouldn't. She lied. Even if she did lie, you just make a blanket statement. You know what I mean? Like let everything I'm asking everybody to just give me the benefit of the doubt. I understand if you don't want to support me at this moment, that's totally fine. Right. However, right. you know, I am going through something. Respect me. Whatever. That's it. Not this whole gallivanting about at Red Lobster with Mm-mm. Megan Good and her family. He goes to Red Lobster like, now, too. <laughs> all of a sudden, he was at Red Lobster with Megan Good and her family. Like, Oh, my goodness. Sir, we see what you're doing. Yo, this is the word. Like... To go from the height of where he was and where mm-hmm. his trajectory was taking him to this, like, I just can't see how he can even recover regardless of what the outcome of this is. People's memories are short. Somebody else is going to do something 10 times worse and people will forget about Jonathan Majors and this, especially because it was a, a white woman and she didn't die, unfortunately. If she had died, it would have been a wrap for her. I mean, she didn't die. did we forget about, like... uh Bill Cosby, uh, R. Kelly, yeah, all Cosby, these different people. Like, they're not coming back. Yeah, but they've had multiple victims. So far, we only have one victim that has come forward. You know right, what I mean? Right. So at this point, this could just be, uh, I was too drunk. There was a moment of passion, whatever, whatever. Well, now, if we'll more see. women come out the woodworks and they're like, Jonathan Majors beat my ass and here is photographic evidence, he's done for. The thing about Hollywood and the perpetrator supposedly being black, if and when someone prevails... There'll be more, regardless if oh, it's yeah. true or not. I mean, they've tried, but so far nothing has stuck. So that's the interesting thing. Like people, when they first happened, we had a bunch of randoms come out and be like, I went to school with Jonathan Majors and this is not new. And then it's just kind of like, so why y'all didn't say anything beforehand? Like, why right. y'all saying shit now? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it wasn't women. These were like obscure, skinny white men who mm. would be like, oh, my friend's an actress. And she said, and I said, well, who's your friend? And if she didn't want you to talk, why are you talking? Why are you talking? Why are you talking? We'll see what happens. I think his talent was astronomical. We'll see what happens. I know that if Disney drops him from the Marvel stuff that he was doing, I'm going to be upset because Ezra Miller was definitely out here with a whole cult of people still waiting for trial. And they let them start in the flash, which did flop, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they dropped him, though. He's not. I didn't think. I don't think think they dropped. I didn't see anything official. I Googled it. I didn't see anything official. Hmm. Interesting. Good to know. They may be trying to see what happens with all of this before they make any final decisions. This is a PSA for all rappers and all rapper-adjacent people (laughs) and athletes. Stop getting on social media with y'all weaponry because the feds are watching. Case in point, my least favorite person, Boozy Badass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just like, where is she going? Who could she possibly be talking about at this point? Like, I mean, it could be anyone. (laughs) Just like, what is happening? (laughs) So, wait. Boozy was in San Diego, right, for a gun charge that was dropped, only for him to leave the court and have ATF roll up on him Mm. to charge him again with possession of a weapon by a felon 
because he was on Instagram Live with a gun tucked into his waistband. My God. Cops then claim they pulled him. Well, they didn't pull. They basically pulled him over. He got his car. They pulled him over. They said they saw movement. It looked like people were trying to hide stuff. Of course. Then when they got into the car, when they did the search of the car or whatever, Boozy said he didn't have a gun, but his security did. But then they found the gun that they were then able to match to the gun that he had in his waistband in the video. So all four people in the car were arrested. Oh, or three people in the car were arrested, wow. including Boozy, who's wow. now out on bail. But from him to John Morant, why are y'all on social media wilding? I mean, do y'all I'm, think the cops just be like, "Oh, this this shit is fake"? They're watching. Hmm. They are watching. Personally, I don't care if Boozy gets sent under the jail. That's me. But like, y'all got to be smarter than that. But they're not though. But at the same time, it's just like you know, I'm tired of the double standards because this, you would never see this happening elsewhere. But you know, that is true. That is true. Neither here nor there. But y'all know they watching us. I don't understand why. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm smarter. Like, if I have a bag, I am not going to poke a hole in the bottom of that bag so that my funds fall out the bottom. Like, I'm just not. All the change, it needs to stay in my bag. Like, I need to fortify that bag. All sorts of stuff. I might double bag. All of it. Like, it's just not happening. It don't make sense. Let me just tell you. See, it don't make sense. sense is just not that common. And a lot of, I just don't understand why y'all are on Instagram. Y'all already know that the government and the police and all these people are trying to use your lyrics against you. They're trying to use everything that they can against you. So why would you get on social media with a gun or in John Morant's alleged, his alleged excuse, a toy gun and play around like that? When you know they're looking for any reason. Any reason. Any reason. Any reason. It just don't make sense. Boozy, I could care less about. I just thought it was funny because you definitely got off. On a gun charge, just for you to get pulled over like 10 minutes later to catch another gun charge. They are gunning for you, sir. No pun intended. Speaking of rappers, did I tell you when I was younger, I told my mom I needed money for a 50 cent concert and she gave me a dollar and told me I need to take my sister? I <laughs> am so glad I did not drink my drink at that point in time. Okay? Because I... And you saw me go grab the cup. Like, that's the thing. Is you saw it, me go I grab. Waited. I should have waited. You saw me go grab my glass. No no respect. Oh, no, my goodness. First of all, when I tell you I can't stand Curtis Jackson. <laughs> since we're there, though, since we're there, do you know what Curtis Jackson's 50 Cent grandmother mm-hmm. told him when he gave her a sweater? I'm going to be like, G-G-G-G, you net. But what'd she say? That's actually it, but you didn't say it right, so you don't get it. G, you nit? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, continue. But I tell you I hate you. I absolutely, like, what is that? Like, what is that even? I I cannot. So your boy, uh, your favorite person, Pharrell, what'd you think? LV show? Did you you see? Somebody is stealing my mail. (laughs) <laughs> and I am not okay with it. This is a felony. Like, and I need answers. I need to speak to my mailman, something, because I don't know why I didn't get my invitation. That's one. <laughs> Two, I'm not mad at it. I, I'm not mad at it. It's, I mean, LV has never really been my thing. However, that pixelated, like, um, army fatigue, I kind of like that. I kind of I, I like it. 
I don't know. LV is not necessarily for me, but I'm very happy for Pharrell. I don't mind the collection. There was hella people there, and I needed to get my funding for Virgo season, and I missed my invitation, and I'm very pissed. That's all I'm saying. I just want to know. I mean, when I tell you everybody and their mother was at this this <laughs> daggone fashion show, listen, everybody and their mother. Listen. I'm not mad at his Minecraft fashions either. It did remind <laughs> it me of Minecraft. Minecraft. It did get Minecraft. I'm not mad at it, though, but it was definitely giving me Minecraft. But it was, you know, it was cute. I'll give him, you know, I'll let it slide. Uh, not too mad at it. I was more interested in the guest list because it was literally everybody mm-hmm, who mm-hmm, was anybody was mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Minus everybody's least favorite rapper at the moment, Kanye, which I thought was funny. But. All right. JB Zendaya, they had a moment. Our two Virgo queens linked up. And I was like, look at this Virgo energy. Rihanna, ASAP, Naomi, J performs, which if you know me, (laughs) I live for a J performance. I'm very upset that (laughs) Pharrell forgot to invite me. Like, sir, I was with you (laughs) when you were saying, oh, baby, you want me? (laughs) I was with you back then, and now you're not even, like, I don't even get an invite. Did you see during Jay's performance, he was trying to get these Parisians to clap on beat? And and he was just like, all right, stop clapping, stop clapping. Like, fed up. If fed up was a person, (laughs) that was, it was Jay at that moment. But, sir, you should have known they wasn't going to have rhythm. Yo. Like, you should have known they wasn't finna have rhythm, sir. The fact that Ninjas in Paris goes off so hard in Paris yeah, is crazy. Is. Whenever I make it... It's usually not the ninjas. It's usually it's, the other it's, people. It's always the other people who play <laughs> Ninjas in Paris. And I'm always like, are the ninjas in the room with us? Because something's missing. Something's missing. Let me say something. When I touch down in Paris, that's exactly what I'm playing. I'm mm. just letting you know that right now. I want to see the full J performance. Because I just know... That he gave me everything that I needed. Of I course. just know. Of course. I already know they, they did fronting, which was like, back in college, I used to play that song for every <laughs> guy that I ever messed with. It had them feel like they were special. So I've been having this debate with so many of my people about who's better, Timbaland or Pharrell. For me, it's got to be Pharrell. It's just got to be Pharrell. Like, I just feel like Pharrell has more timeless records. I, I don't know. I think, For me, I think. That's what I think. I think it's a hard comparison to make because their sounds are so different. But they I'm going to give Pharrell the edge on it just because Pharrell has a little bit more versatility, I think, yes. than Timbaland has. Yes. So that will give him a slight edge. But I can't compare the two because it's like they're so different sonically to me. If you ask me when I was 16, it was for sure Timbaland. But what I will say is put either one of them in the booth with Jay. And a good beat. Magic. 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 Like yeah. magic. Magic. You know what I mean? Like magic. magic. So, <laughs> you know, you can't win for losing. Like those two right there, like that's just, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even mad at that. I'm happy for Pharrell. I'm happy. And you, you keep saying that Pharrell, his stylist is the one that's responsible. I don't think so. The man pulled it off. Like he's creative director of the men's LV stuff and it went off. So. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not mad at the Minecraft. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was cute. I was like, okay, I might I might have to hit up the men's section and get me a cute little Minecraft jacket. Because you know all the women going to be in that. So Let me say something. An oversized Minecraft men's blazer with some jeans and a white tee? <laughs> look. A look. 
a look. Oh, you hear okay. me? I'm ready. Something I bet you never thought I would say, but it's going to crack don't, you up. Don't do this. Don't do this. I never know what you're going to say. This is true. But this is like another one of my like, now why? Elon Musk challenged Mark Zuckerberger to a cage fight in Las Vegas. I forgot. I wanted to talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg was basically like, drop the location. Mm. So now we got the two richest nerds in America about to fight each other. They be bored. They don't have nothing to do. And that's no nerd slander because I love me a nerdy man. I do. <laughs> These two just happen to be my least favorite nerds ever. Um, and I hope they knock each other out. I hope it's one of them fights where they start off. First of all, not for nothing. I'm not going to hold you. Elon Musk is going to get his ass booked. And I only say that because Mark Zuckerberger definitely practices like jujitsu or some yeah, shit like some, he definitely, i thought it was like muay thai or some something whatever. in that something he in that range in yeah. he'd be in there whooping ass and he got like belts and shit whereas all musky does is sit there and destroy twitter every day i listen all i think they need to do is add just one more person to the mix and it'd who? be a three-way cage match who, who bezos 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 is not let me say something one thing Bezos is not finna do is get involved in that nonsense. You understand me? He's too busy trying to take over the world for real. He ain't but got aren't time. all the other ones? Yeah, but Bezos is... Isn't Zuckerberg and Elon trying to do the same thing? Yeah, but in the like super villain categories, like Bezos is Lex Luthor. You know what I mean? Like he's not really trying to do all that. This is the new Avengers. What do you mean? These, this Listen, is the evil Avengers, the three of them. All I'm ready for is... I, I'm not going to pay for it, but I will stream it illegally you heard me because i'm not giving them no money i'm coming over to watch it on your 78 inch tv <laughs> i don't know what size the tv is honestly it's not a 70 i think it's a 65 inch. <laughs> of course lovely i'm coming over i'll pay for it illegally to stream <laughs> but i'm not paying them directly to stream it <laughs> and i will be watching that is what I don't even like UFC, MMA, but I don't understand any of it. But when I tell you I'll be watching this one, and I'm not even gonna drink, I need to be stone cold sober to enjoy mm. every moment of it. Sign me up. I've, I changed my mind. When I'm not coming to your place, we gotta go to Vegas. Wherever it's gonna be, we gotta go. We gotta see it in person, oh, live and direct. God. Live. It's just gonna smell musty <laughs> and desperate. I could just tell you that already. Well, guess what? You might find your billionaire husband there. I definitely might. Oh, God. I just think that's... How immature do you have to be at your big age to challenge some... Like, okay, Nelson Munchhouse. Like, okay. They're bored. Then Zuckerberg talk about some drop the location. So you are not about that life. (laughs) You created Facebook because girls wouldn't even talk to you. And you wanted to be like... You and your friends needed a rating system for women who you had no chance with. And you just happened to hit a boom. Like... These I want to. I, I want to see it. I, I just want to. I do I just, too. I hope it happens. I want to see. When I it. tell you, this is. The, I don't care about any other fight card. I need this to happen. I need this to. I didn't realize how badly I needed it to happen <laughs> until they said it may happen. I did not realize how my soul was calling for this to happen. Do you understand me? Okay. What has two butts and kills people? Two butts and kills people. Oh God! What Ryan? An ass, ass in. Yo, <laughs> yo, I hate you. I hate you, and I hate that the answers really be right there. Like they legit be right there. Yo, I hate you. I genuinely hate you. Mm-hmm. Doctor Umar got black men upset right now. 
Oh, finally? Finally. And only because... Okay. And, and this is something you will never hear me say because I don't agree with a lot of what Dr. Umar says. <laughs> but... So, you know, black men have been on this thing where they basically say that black women are too masculine and they're too strong and they're failing as single parents. The single parent that raised me yeah. failed. She failed. Yeah, she failed. The failed. single parents who raised them failed. Mm. They're successful, but the single parent who raised them failed. Mm. Dr. Umar was on a podcast recently. I don't know the podcast name. And he basically was saying that black women have had no choice because black men have dropped the ball. And now the response that black men are giving black women because they've dropped the ball is that they're not doing things properly. Like basically he's saying black women had to be have to be masculine, have to take on masculine roles because for the past 50, 60 years, they've carried the black community on their backs. And now black men are coming around saying you're not soft enough, you're not feminine enough without realizing that black women have to play dual roles in the community of being father figures to their children while being mothers and Mm. taking care of themselves and their children while dealing with misogyny, rape, full circle, full circle, molestation and all the other things. And now black men are upset about now black men don't like Dr. Umar. I thought we moved on from the original conversation of this, um, this podcast. (laughs) Here we are again. Here we are again. So, continue. What? 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 So, okay. People are. They're upset. mad. They're okay. mad. Black men are upset that Dr. Umar has basically said black men refuse to step up, and when he says that, he doesn't mean as a stepfather, but in mentorship roles for other young black men. If you see black mm. women failing, how many of y'all are out here actually mentoring kids and getting them out the streets that so that they're not falling subject to the gangbangers and that street lifestyle? Right. How many of y'all are actively doing something? Man. That's the part that really has black men Man. up in arms because Man. they're like, me raise somebody else's child. And he's like, that's not what I'm saying, which is a very valid point, right? Like, y'all have so much to say about how black women are failing, but what are you actually doing? Wow. This is a topic. <laughs> I don't know that we have enough time here, but wow. I mean,. I know when I decided that I was going to fertilize eggs and create Ryan's beings. wife, solar plexus. Solar plexus. <laughs> I know when I decided that, that that was something that I wanted to do, that I would never not be in their lives, right? right? And yeah. so regardless, like, do you understand if I was, if I was with uh what you like to call a chicken head the crazy amount of fight that would have been in me for me to take these children because i am not about to fight with you to see my own children it's either we splitting this thing down the middle or i will make sure that i'm raising these children that's it it always blows my mind that these subset of black men who have this thought about single mothers act as though Black women fertilized their eggs themselves mm. and got pregnant without any help from said men who've right. decided that they just don't want to be involved. And now she's she has to do this on her own. Like, that's right. the part of the conversation that I'm missing. Right. And I don't and don't get me wrong. There's good and bad in both sides. Right. Like there's some women who are vindictive. Who yes. may be doing whatever they you know, that's not right. I don't condone that at all. That's a point. But I think more times than not. Men get off scot-free, right? Because you get to choose whether you want to be in your child's life. And if you choose not to, then it falls on the mother to be 
everything that you're not and then some. And then they get upset when she decides to bring another man in who does want to take on that role and wants to be mm. a father to the child that you left fatherless. Mm. But to more to his point, to these black men, if y'all are seeing such an issue within the black community, especially because these boys are being raised by women and that's not, and women can't raise men and all this yaya jargon that y'all are talking, what are you doing specifically to stop the cycle? Yeah. How yeah. are you effectively mentoring or, and he was saying like, when he said mentoring, he was like, you know, how many of y'all are coaching youth sports or, you know what I mean? Doing big brother, big little brother programs so that you're actually in young boys' lives to show right. them that there's different other right. than what they see on TV or on social media. Right, right. And that's a conversation that a lot of these black men are not ready to have. Yeah. <laughs> I was fortunate to have a few male mentors, I'd like to call them, in my life for specific you know, portions of my life. Unfortunately, they all passed away before I thought that they were ready to pass away. But like, you know, lessons were learned from a lot of those interactions. But mostly, mostly the man that I have become was given to me by tutelage of women, black women at that. And so, yes, I do agree to a certain extent that women can't raise men in a specific aspect because mm -hmm. they don't understand what it is to be a man. Right. But they can teach a lot of the morals that turn out to be the dudes that y'all say that y'all want or the dudes that y'all say that y'all need. And the right. dudes that will be respectful and the dudes that will be all of those all of those positive traits. Where are they learning that stuff from? Yeah, it's just crazy to me. I just I don't know how we got here. Like I don't know how we got to the point where and I guess maybe this was me living in my own bubble. And because my mother was number one to like, again, harping, going back to what we originally said, my mother was number one to talk bad about my father. I've never lived, I've never seen a, a thing where like someone's, where black women are blank. Like, how did we get here? You right. know what I mean? Like, how did we get to the point where there's so much anger and hate towards black women from black men and vice versa in a lot of cases? Like, I'm, there's two sides to every story, but I'm talking about my experience as a black woman. I can't talk about what black men feel. Yeah. I just don't understand that hate. Like every time I get online, I see somebody, a black man in particular, talking nastily about black women. And it blows mine. I hate to constantly be doing this, but like this, you know, ties back to slavery and yeah. like, you know, the separation of the black family and the nuclear family and like racism and segregation and like not having the same sort of opportunities, you know. Just like fathers not being able to, you know, provide for the family or not be around and like all of those type of things. All that stuff was by design. That wasn't yeah. just by accident. Like It wasn't. It's like when you've had centuries of programming in this way, it doesn't just turn off and go back to what it needs to be. What I can say, though, is that newer generations are not putting up with the same stuff that they had to deal with. Right. And so a lot of the times especially people that are in my generation and like the generations after me or whatever. I know a lot of like families that are married and fathers and mothers are together. They're raising their kids and doing what they got to do and telling them they love them and being there for them emotionally and doing all of those type of things. Right. Because they didn't get that stuff from their parents. 
you know? When breaking generational trauma. Or their father or whatever it is. Whereas, you know, we could be very um, critical about a lot of these things. A lot of this stuff had nothing to do with them. I mean, yes, you have to give people, um, like, you have to hold people accountable for certain things. But a lot of this stuff is generational. And a lot of people fell into this stuff without even realizing that they were falling into this stuff. And, you know, it's sad. It's sad. It's a systemic thing more so than it is a personal thing. But once you know, then you have no excuse. Once right. you know, and you can put some effort into like fixing situations, all of that, like t- it's time to take accountability and fix it. That's it. And that's what Dr. Umar said was that, you know, it's systemic more than anything else. But, you know, a broken clock is right. Twice a day. So <laughs> I give him points for that. Everything else he says sucks, <laughs> but he went wrong. <laughs> When I mean, about that. I, I, I sincerely hope that this conversation moves something, like actually lands for people that it that it wasn't necessarily landing for before. It's and not because now they like Dr. Umar's a simp and blah, 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 mm, blah, blah, you know, mm, they've turned on him. Originally, he mm. was, which is funny because the same men who are anti Dr. Umar right now, the same ones who, you know, Dr. Umar's very much against like interracial dating. In marriage, because he definitely believes that you can't be pro-black and marry outside of your race. He also doesn't believe in lesbianism, especially black lesbians, um, and a whole whole bunch of nonsense. But, you know, like we say, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him points on this, but nothing else. Everything else, he can suck my toe. (laughs) I can concur, yes. I mean, everyone doesn't necessarily have to be right on all the things. No. But if they can They're not be... Virgos. Let me make sure he's not a Virgo, actually. Let me just make sure he's not a Virgo. If I Google this and this man is a Virgo, I promise you, I I will die. I told you we are polarizing. However, what I'm saying is if at least one good thing comes out of the amount of influence that these people have, then you know oh, thank God you gotta he's a take Leo. <laughs> Sorry, Leos. Um, but you got to take your wins where you can get them, right? And so... Oh, thank God he a Leo. Oh, yikes. goodness. Um, okay, so the last thing I want to talk about today before we... Didn't know how long this episode was going to go, but I think we had a good conversation. So I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Under that... Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> on Monday, a submersible that gave underwater tours to the sunken Titanic imploded and killed five people aboard it mm. aboard it during an expedition recently that had everybody captivated not only the u.s but like other countries the world, paris yeah. the world yeah. was they, everybody was sending people to come look for these billionaires and these people just for us to find out recently that they probably been dead since the beginning because it hit a Correct. certain level in the ocean and the Titan was like, I don't have the strength for this, and nope. imploded. I don't know why we keep playing with this deep sea stuff. We don't know anything about it. And listen, the deep sea doesn't want us to know anything about it. So listen, what are we only doing? Person, the only person the deep sea seems to trust is James Cameron, because his ass has been to the Titanic 33, <laughs> 33 times. times. Okay. But the dude, but the dude that one of the dudes that was on there went, he was the only other person that had more time exploring the Titanic remains. Yeah, but also James Cameron's submersible cost $10 million. This one looks like it costs nothing but thoughts and prayers. Oh, man. I, I don't oh, man. know. Janae, 
Janae. I don't five, know. Five people, five people. We gotta we gotta have a little bit of compassion. Again, the only person I have compassion for is the nineteen year old little Solomon, what's his name? Okay, so the five people on board were Stockton Rush, who was the CEO, Shazada Dawood, his son Suleiman Dawood, Paul Henry Nargolet, who was a Titanic expert, and Hamish Harding, who was a British billionaire. The only person I feel bad for is Suleiman, because apparently, according to Suleiman's aunt, he did not want to do this, mm. but he did it because it was a Father's Day gift that his father purchased for himself and asked his son to partake in. Oh, my and God. And so he did it to be to make oh his father happy. Oh, my God. So that's the only person I have any sympathy for. Right. Everybody else was grown and should have known better. I would have looked in that. First of all, there's no windows. The only window on that whole fucking thing is in the bathroom. Mm. So what are y'all looking at? Mm. Y'all can't all fit in that little ass bathroom. And while I understand that the military uses game controllers to do all kinds of things, that man went to Walmart and got a game controller, and that's what that whole thing was oh controlled God. by. Oh, my God. Y'all are bugging. Oh Y'all God. are bugging. Y'all are absolutely bugging. And then all the experts are coming up. You know what the thing is? It's like, I feel like we know enough about the Titanic to believe that, if you believe in this type of thing, that, you know, cursed, you know? I just feel like, We've seen the movies. We've seen the documentaries. How much closer do you want? I mean, obviously, they wanted to get closer. Now they yeah. have a firsthand experience yeah. on what happened. But how much more do y'all need to know? But then the thing is, right? Not only are you going to this quote-unquote cursed place, right? The vessel is now called Titan. Yeah. Y'all was just playing with fate. Like, playing with it. Y'all was just playing with fate. I keep telling y'all, like... When you get to a certain amount of money, you don't know what to do with your money. $250,000 a seat. Oh. That's, that's what it is. They don't have... They're bored. Just like, just like these other billionaires about to wreck each other's faces and stuff. Like, they bored. Wait. Fun fact, though. Stockton Rush is married to, or was married to, Wendy Rush Stockton, who is related to the wealthiest couple who was on the Titanic. She's the great great granddaughter. See now, now, of retelling magnet Isidore Strauss and his oh, wife no. Ida, two oh, of no. the wealthiest people who died aboard the Titanic. No, 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 don't. This is this today. We spoke about this a couple weeks. Yo, if I'm on a cruise and that cruise leaves the dock, I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping off the. I'm jumping off. I'm swimming back to the shore. I can't like, do it. I am not getting in the middle of the ocean. It's so funny because I'm definitely going on a cruise in December with my cousin. We talking about, we talking about, like, just for instance, we talking about Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. Right. Scientists still have no idea what goes on in that triangle. You know, no idea. That's them aliens. No them idea. Aliens sucking us up. Listen. I'm not doing that. Um, what if somehow we get off course and I end up in the vicinity of the Titanic? I'm, you, I will never be seen all, again. And they don't care about me. Like, first of all. Why are y'all deep sea diving to the Titanic? No thanks. We've seen it. We've seen it. I've seen. I let me tell you something. I was when I was younger. I was obsessed with the Titanic and the whole lore of it. You understand me? Not to the point where I decided let me save up two hundred and fifty thousand dollars so I could go <laughs> deep sea diving to look at it. I could Google. I could go on YouTube and see it for free. So I understand why y'all wasting y'all money. I could have gone. I, I look at the Titanic. If I ever feel like hmm. I wonder what the Titanic looks like today. I can Google it. The only person that I would ever allow to take me down to see the Titanic is James Cameron. Even, even James because Cameron. Apparently, James Cameron got either him and the ghost of the Titanic signed an NDA and they be like, we cool with you. We, 
we, we box with you is they don't mess with him. He gets all he be down there just chilling. That's the only person. Other than that, even fake Titanic story that James Cameron put together didn't even make sense. Nothing about it makes sense. Like, why couldn't both of the people end up on that damn floatable? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because <laughs> why I couldn't they both be on that to this day? Because Jack deserved to live. <laughs> They could have both fit on that goddamn door. Door. The That's, that there, her, there it is. The fact that her greedy ass just sat there talking about some don't let go, heifer, you let go. Because I watched Jack sink to the bottom of the ocean. It's the energy around this whole entire Titanic. Like I want nothing Listen. to do with it. No thanks. Listen. I was even tricked into watching this movie that I thought was going to be a regular sized movie. And then this movie would never end. Two years later, I'm still watching the same movie. Like, I definitely went everything to the around. I was movie so don't make sense. The Titanic. I was definitely obsessed with the Titanic that one of my mentors at the time took me and my mother to go see it in the movie theater. Mm-mm. And I had the time of my life. And then I went and bought the Titanic movie was so big that I'm aging myself that mm. when it came out on tape on VHS, <laughs> they had to put it on. <laughs> It was two. It was two VHSs. It couldn't fit on one uh-huh, VHS, uh-huh. so you had to get the double stack. Uh-huh. And I had the double stack. Of I had you did. the Titanic of tape. Of course you did. And I ran that tape. Of ragged. course, of course. Rose, you raggedy bitch. Jack should have <laughs> lived. Okay, Jack yeah. should have lived. The moral of the story is: I want nothing to do with the Titanic. I want Neither. nothing to do with cruise ships. I want nothing to do with deep sea. I want nothing to no, no thanks. I'll be sending you Give me a pool. Give me a I'll pool. I'll be sending the group chat videos on my cruise in December. Good for you. Because I'll be like, woohoo. I listen, don't I don't do nothing crazy. Listen. If for some reason <laughs> I'm just saying, don't expect me to do this out of respect for Jade. <laughs> I will no longer do this show. I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm not just saying. you killing me off. And, not, and then the, I will not. All do I'm this saying show. is, I expect at least a memorial episode. We'll do that. We'll Our do greatest that. hits. That's it. We'll do that. Because I'm gonna say this right now. No, no lie. You do the show with somebody else. I'm haunting the podcast. I know you will. I know you will. I'm you know that right now. I know you will. I'm shutting shit down from yeah. the afterlife. Oh no, nah, I can't. Me? I can't. Nothing will ever work again. I'm. I'm. I'm petty. Where are you going on the cruise? Costa Maya, Belize, and Cozumel. I think yeah. You could do that on a plane today. You could do that on a plane. <laughs> Actually, I'm only going because my cousin, uh-huh. one of my cousins, wants to have an experience. Mm, She's course. never been on a cruise before. She's going to take her kids in March. Mm. But she wants a fun adult experience on a cruise. Mm. And so she thought, who's the craziest cousin I could get mm. to go on a cruise with me? Mm. And here I am. Cousins so of mine December. don't get no ideas. We're not doing it. Oh, Ash. Ash lit into my DMs to send me a video of my husband, uh, who she said could be my potential husband. And Ash, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what she sent you? I'm going to send it to you. What is she Ash sent me you? some skinny white man who was hitting some dirty wine in his spandex clothing. Ah, mm. mm. Ash, I'm offended. There I'm just, it is. <laughs> just letting you know that right yes. now. Yes. The family, the family understands you. It's great. The family gets me. It's great. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> all right well then wow wow what a that was that was an episode this, didn't think we were going in this direction at all but it was fun sure 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 <laughs> sure, sure, sure 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 okay so since we're speaking about my cousin ash again mm-hmm. i got another one for you ash i'm gonna start taking back my like you gotta stop sending him my dad jokes you gotta 
Send them to me, Ash. I, I don't like this. We're mm. building something here, Ash. You, you, you can't be just sending them to Ryan. Don't let him guilt you into sending him stuff. Yo, Thank you. This... I was like, I'm a, I don't even know. I should have actually just gave it to you so you could say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I started out of pocket. You ended out of pocket. All right. Two tampons. Oh, God. Walk down the street. Okay. Which one says hi first? Oh, my God. Ash, you definitely should have sent this one to me. <laughs> Which one says hi first? Neither. They're both stuck up cunts. <laughs> Ash, you definitely should have said that to me. Yo, your face, your jaw My is on the My flapper is gasted. My flapper is gasted. Oh, my God. Ash, next time you got to send me those ones. I like those ones. Virgo Season Show at gmail.com is the email address. And Tell me something nice. Flap- Say something nice. I'm I'm flabbergasted. Y'all can also find us on Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, and Twitter at Virgo Season Show. Please. Y'all gotta send us dad jokes because Ash out here giving Ryan all my juice and I, I don't I don't be having none. He said stuck up cunts. Did you hear that, Cash? All right. We did. Are we done? We're done. All right. What oh do you my call God. what do you call a crying sister? Oh my god. I don't even want to know now. I'm still stuck on on the, the previous joke. What do you call a crying sister? A crisis. Bye. Get off my phone. Get off my phone. season